Well, one of my favorite quotes from you is from last year when we first talked. Clela was so far ahead of her time that it took the United States Supreme Court 40 fucking years to catch up. That's yeah. what you said. <laughs> yeah. Well, it took a lot of years for it to catch up, uh, which it has done now. But uh, at the time, uh, I know that uh, the recall petition was started by a Longmont group, which I think was a congregation of a church, and was in process uh, a couple of years later. Uh, and she just quit. Mm-hmm. She just said, uh, hell with it. The voice you just heard, other than mine, is that of Bill Wise, the assistant district attorney of Boulder County in Colorado, who, in 1975, issued a legal opinion to a newly elected county clerk in Boulder, Colorado, that would set the stage for a generation of same-sex marriage advocacy that would culminate 40 years later in 2015 in the Supreme Court's decision in Obergefell v. Hodges, recognizing a constitutional right to same-sex marriage. I'm Sean Fettig, and this is Deep Dive, but I have to tell you, this is not a full episode. It's a, well, I'm not really sure what to call it, but I wanted to take the time to provide a bit of context for something I've got in the works, something for which the fates have intervened, and to bring your attention to a true icon. In 2014, I moved to Boulder, Colorado. At the time, I was finishing my doctorate and had dedicated a significant amount of my time to researching and studying queer rights, queer politics, and queer history. Colorado has a rich history in these areas, and there I've been lucky enough to meet and become friends with some amazing trailblazers in the queer rights movement, including people like Jean Dubofsky, who in 1979 became the first female Colorado State Supreme Court Justice, and she would go on to successfully argue the landmark case Romer v. Evans in front of the United States Supreme Court in 1992, leading to the overturning of numerous ordinances and anti-gay ballot initiatives in Colorado, and by virtue of the Supreme Court decision, the rest of the country. I also met Hillary Hall, the Boulder County clerk who, in 2014, defied the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Tenth Circuit order in Kitchen v. Herbert and issued same-sex marriage licenses to couples until the Colorado State Supreme Court ordered her to stop. These folks and their footprints in the sands of queer history were familiar to me. In Jean's case, I had been taught about that as an undergrad student studying politics. And I had heard about Hillary Hall because it made national news just before I moved to Boulder. But someone I met in Colorado and had not heard about prior was a woman named Clela Rorix. Once I knew her story and its importance to the evolution of queer rights, I was frankly astounded that something so, well, revolutionary for the time had just not punctured the bubble of critical events in the queer timeline. In 1975, Clela Rorex, just months after having been elected as the Boulder County Clerk, issued six same-sex marriage licenses to six couples, becoming the first person to knowingly do so in United States history. One of those licenses was issued to a binational couple, one American, Richard Adams, and one Australian, Anthony Sullivan, who were seeking to use that marriage license and therein one of the rights of marriage to establish United States residency for Anthony. Their case would wind its way through the federal system, including the judiciary, without resolution for decades, before the Justice Department, under Barack Obama, 
in 2016, finally issued the green card to Anthony, recognizing the marriage license in 1975 as valid and thus the marriage. When I asked Clela's deputy clerk, Dave Fisher, about their thinking at the time when these same-sex couples came into the clerk's office seeking marriage licenses, what gave them the fortitude to face what would have to be an expected onslaught of bigotry, animus, and vitriol from certain sectors of the population, this is what he told me. And then I talked to Cleveland, you know, and this was what we based our campaign on, that we were not going to discriminate against anybody because of any reason. The issuance of those licenses would change Cleela's life forever. Almost immediately, she started receiving hate mail and threatening calls at her office and at her home. Even her own political party, the Democratic Party in Boulder, turned on her. Then I issued same-sex marriage licenses, which there was, there was one letter in one of those letters from someone who wrote to me that said, I didn't support you, Cleela, and I'm sorry. But she said, I will support anything else you do because I, I was at the Democratic Party uh, meeting and the things that they said about you for you issuing those licenses were so horrible. Clayla resigned from her position before her first term had ended, and she would never hold elected office again. Over the years, while I've been working on a book project related to Clela, the same-sex marriage licenses, and the character of Boulder in 1975, we have also become close friends. And it is with a heavy heart that I want to share with you that she passed away in the very early morning hours of Sunday, June 19th. I've also been working on an episode of this podcast with Clela and with others that highlights her life and honors her lifelong commitment and importance to the queer movement that I will still release later this season. At that time, I'll dig a bit more into circumstances surrounding the issuing of those licenses, some other people involved, the legacy Clela leaves behind, and I'll address something that Clela herself would sometimes put to me, even within the last couple weeks of her life, when, when people would say how much those licenses mean to them or how much her courage means. Clela would always graciously thank people, but also she would sometimes become introspective, questioning what it actually means to anyone alive today or anyone outside of the six original couples. It was common for her to say, I don't see the logic, but I appreciate it. I want to help to make that logic clear. I do want you to know that I have two episodes slated for the last week of this month in recognition of Pride Month. In one of the episodes, I interview Marty Moore, the executive director of Out Boulder County, about the state of queer rights in America today. Marty was also a close friend of Clela's and worked tirelessly to ensure that Clela's story was lifted up and known. She also spent the last few weeks of Clela's life providing comfort and bearing witness. While the interview with Marty was conducted prior to Clela's passing, she will speak to the incredible importance of working for equity, equality, and justice, and how we can all support each other as people with lived experience in the community and as allies, one of the roles that Clela was particularly passionate about in her last years. In the meantime, if you would like to learn more and or donate in Clela's memory, please visit Outboulder County at outboulder.org and click on the Support OBC button in the upper right hand of your screen. Or follow the link in the show notes. As always, if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email me at deepdivewithshawn at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and chat soon. <laughs>